Hi, this is Jay Harwood, a special edition of Amazing Conversation with uh, Chief, Chief, Chief Jason, pronounce your last name. X Darowitz. Uh, of, of City Field. You've been here 70 years, basically. Yeah, yep. Uh, so I'm sick of going on a diet tomorrow. Okay. Would you, how would a milk, the, uh, this milkshake fit in for me? I, I think it's perfect as your cheat meal right before you go on your diet. I'm a milkshake aficionado, okay? Okay. Who came up with the idea of, tell me, tell me what's in this conglomeration here? So, so what we have here is kind of a partnership that we developed with a company or a group called Sunday Donuts. Right. So on top you find a glazed donut um, with Oreo chunks on it. You've got to go with the blue and orange frosting. So we've got that drizzled over top. And then beneath it is kind of our favorite blue milkshake. So it's got all of the blue and orange you can ever want. Mets colors. Mets colors. Great. All rolled up in, in this cool milkshake. And, and of course we've got the Mets sprinkles on the outside. So we frost the cup and, and some more of that icing and pile on the sprinkles and. Who came up with the design for this? The design was actually something that Sunday Donuts is known for and kind of developed and came up with. And we thought, what better than to throw Mets colors on it and, and let's see where we can go with it. Can I take a sip? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then if you get hungry while you're drinking, you can take a bite of the donut. Great. Pass my seal of approval. It was really... And where, where did the fans basically get this at the park? So this is located on the sixth floor in the Hudson Highballs Club, right? located right behind home plate. Uh, you can go up there and find great finds. Uh, we've got Emma's Torch up there, Sunday Donuts, uh, Empanada Mama's up there. So there's a lot of cool, cool different uh, foods up and, in this area. And I didn't know, there's kind of like a major minor league system to park. Yeah. Like, it, it, the Highballs Club is a, is a tryout area, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so what we do is we bring in and start our partnerships up there. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, thank I you. finish it. It's all good. So what we do is we Pretty bring good. in yeah, we bring in um different uh food partners where we can kind of test and and show them what it's like. You know, not everyone knows as they say with the players, it's a lot different when you're playing in front of 45,000 right. screaming fans. Yeah. So when we bring these partners in, they're able to get a taste of what we do and we're able to see if if what they produce translates to the fans. And if it does, then we've got a home run. So how the shake has been up there for how long? I mean, uh, this year. This, this year. year. And it's definitely it's definitely a hot item up there. I mean, not only is it picture perfect, but it tastes good as well. When will it get moved up a classification? I mean, we'll see. You know, at the end of the year, we go into discussions on what 2024 right. looks like. And uh, We'll see where it fits and, and what we can do with them moving forward. I know, right. You, you charge for like 600 people in the stadium. Yeah. How, yep. many, how many different chefs are there? I mean, so we have eight chefs uh, throughout the ballpark. Right. Um, we basically bake, break the ballpark up into eight different quadrants. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we go from there. So overseeing roughly about 600 culinarians. Uh, eight of those chefs, they roll up to those guys and, and we kind of sit down every morning around 1030 and we go through the game plan and, and we hit the ground running. How many different, so tell me what we have, we have uh, chicken tenders. Yeah. So here we have what we call amazing chicken co. Right. It's our version of a homemade chicken tender. So here we have a Chipotle ranch 
dusted chicken tender, which we brine this in buttermilk, a little bit of ranch powder on the outside. Um, and then we, we, they come with something we call tater kegs, which is kind of the bigger brother of the tater tot. So these are tater tots stuffed with uh, cheddar cheese. We fry them up. They come in this cool little souvenir bucket. Right. And uh, I mean, I would say it's enough for the whole family. Right, there's plenty. I mean, how many of these items you have? You have the you know, Pat Lafrey cheese steak, the, uh, the, the Mark Murphy's Mark, and the uh, and, and Pig Beach. Pig. How many of them are new items this year? Right now, you're looking at everything but the Lafreda. The Lafreda yeah. is kind of the OG of the ballpark. I've been around a long time. I probably had probably 200 Pat Lafreda. Uh, okay. Steak. I love the sauce. I get it all over me. Yep. Sloppy eater. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you know, it's sloppy eater. But do you try and, you know, how long do you plan in advance to bring new items to the park? Do you have a meaning before? I mean, yeah. How do, you, how do you plan that out? So right now we're actually planning out what's going on in 2024. So you're looking at about all-star break. We'll start transitioning into the following year. Um, hopefully that comes along with the planning for the playoffs. A lot of times, like with what you saw last year with the playoff run with the team, we were able to test new items in the ballpark. And that's even, that is in preparation for the following season. So it takes us almost about three quarters of a year to line up the food program for the following year. What do you do? Research other ballparks or personal research? Yeah, so a lot of it is personal. Be minus by sip. No, no, absolutely. A lot of it is personal research. Um, We're kind of out there. Um, A lot of it is word of mouth. You know, you've got guys like Pat Lafreda, who's outstanding. They'll come to us with, hey, have you seen this or you know this year we were lucky enough to get Jacques Torres and some of these other chef partners in the building the Mark Murphy's so you know we'll talk to our partners we'll see what's out there we'll check the trends of course you've got USTA across the street so you're always seeing what everyone's doing and trying we try our best to stay two steps ahead of everybody. You go any trips to other ballparks you must go yep. on ballparks. Yep. So we'll we'll check out um Let's see, we've been to Washington, D.C. to the Nationals. We've been to Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. We'll kind of keep it. Uh, I was in Boston for Fenway Park. Uh, when What was it, two weekends ago when the Mets traveled there? So we'll go. We'll check it out. Um, I don't spend much time in Yankee Stadium. Good for you to watch. I, I like yeah, I, you know, it's like that team who can't be named mm-hmm. type of a thing. So we stay out of there, but we try to stay Two steps ahead of everyone. Okay, aside from the city field, which is already one park that piqued your interest. Got, we could say it's got good, pretty good food. I like Philly. Philly's got some good food. They've got a really talented chef down there. Um, they've got great food. Uh, the fans are, are very passionate. Um, I would not suggest to go there in Mets gear, but it's a cool ballpark to check out um, and definitely taste some of the food. So you said you have eight chefs in here. Yeah. How do you how you divide up what they do? I mean, yeah. So on property here, we have three fully functioning restaurants. Not a lot of people know that we've got Pat Lafreda's Fine Dining. Oh my dining. god, I left the donut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can take that right off if you <laughs> I want. The donut. <laughs> we've oh, yeah, got yeah. Uh, Pat Lafreda's Fine Dining Steakhouse right. downstairs. We have uh, Caesars in left field, and then we've got K Corner out on the street level where the old McFadden's used to be. Um, I have a chef in charge of each one of those. And then of course we have a concession chef 
I have a pastry chef who's making all the great sweets around the ballpark, the donuts. What a lot of people don't realize about the food program is that we make almost all of the food in-house. Really? Yeah, we're not. Last year, we were hand-rolling pretzels in stands. We were doing all of that. We take a lot of pride in what we're doing. On an average day for, for Nike, what time do you get here? You know, the, the so average game, a 7 o'clock game, I'm usually here between 8.30 and 9 o'clock in the morning. And you, you get your guys together at some point. Yeah. So every like morning, a team, you like Buck talks to the coaches. You exactly. Speak to the other chefs. Exactly. Every morning at ten thirty, we'll all sit down as a team. We'll talk about what the game plan is for the day. We'll talk about you know different VIPs that are in house. We'll talk about different th you know you were a talking point today at pre shift and and how we were going to execute this and well, and make all of the food. So, so t t how did this this one you know I'm, I can say. Look at me, like, uh, this is my passion. How did you come to the idea to put a donut on top of a milkshake? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I would be lying if I didn't tell you that a lot of my ideas or different ideas we get around the stadium come from feeding my six-year-old nephew. Really? Yeah, uh, because what he eats is exactly, like, it translates. It's, it's fun, it's kitschy, it's... It's amazing, and, and I didn't realize it until one day we were cooking, and he said, Uncle Jason, I want, I want pancakes for breakfast, and I want sausage, but I want them together. And I was like, okay, well, what happens if we take the sausage and put it on a stick and dip it in pancake batter and then fry it? And, and that was the birth of the breakfast corn dog. Wow. You, you, know, you sell a donut separately too, right? Yes. And where do you get the donuts from again? Uh, the donuts we make in-house. Really? Yep. From our bakery down on the first floor. So how long would it take a donut, a donut like this? Mm. So to make a donut like that, you're probably looking at from dough to finished product, maybe about two and a half, three hours. So right. once you make the batter, let it, let it rest. How, how many it donuts out. do you make? Uh, for, We're making roughly about 250 to 300 a day. Without telling secret information, how many of these wonderful milkshakes do you think you sell a day? I probably say we sell close to 200 a wow. game. Now, you want to talk about Lafreda steak sandwiches, the OGs, we're talking about over 1,000 a game. Really? Yeah. How about what's the pecking order with the Purcell and the, and the other items? So I think in pecking order, you have the Lafreda. That's, that's always going to be our OG. He's, he's the man. I and love then, the sauce. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. The great, steak sauce, yeah. Sauce. Yeah, it's, it's got a nice au jus on there, the cheese, the onions. I would say the chicken's probably number two. It's a big seller. Um, you know, as we like to say here, chicken tenders and hot dogs keep the lights on. This is kind of our version of a kicked up chicken tender. So we brine it in-house. We brine the chicken. We'll dredge it. We fry it in-house. So, you know, for someone who's looking for a chicken tender, maybe that, maybe that, child that's out there that wants a little bit more than just your regular chicken tender this is a great thing so this is our number two seller and then um i would say the pig beach patty melt and the mark murphy's porchetta sandwich are both what we like to call premium options to a burger and a sandwich um i think they're pretty even so i think the moral of the story when you look at all of this is is just that we're so much more than chicken tenders and french fries here at the ballpark. Ain't no hot dogs either? I mean, I oh, we've got hot dogs. Yeah.
Hot dogs, like I said, is always the one that's going to keep the lights on. You went to culinary school, right? Yeah. How was your football team? Pretty good? No, no football team? No, we didn't have a football God, team. God, really? Yeah, we what didn't. What did you do for excitement in culinary school? I, we cooked. You cooked? Yeah, unfortunately, the school that I went to, um, Culinary Institute of America, it's actually right up the road here in, in Poughkeepsie. Um, back then, it didn't have sports we weren't involved in anything um now i go back and i visit and they're they've got sports and it's come a long way in the 12 15 years that i haven't been there but back then we were just immersed in what we were doing what did you always wanted to be a chef i did i did you know i i remember being in 11th grade and the guidance counselor says what do you, what do you want to be and what do you want to go to school for and i didn't have an answer. I just knew that I always cooked with my mom and my grandmother. And I said, you know what? Being a chef sounds cool. And she said, I have the perfect program for you. And and kind of ran with it. The only thing I ever cooked was a TV dinner. I used to burn it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Serious though, you guys give back to the community. Tell me about the Taste of Queens where you reach out to local yeah. entrepreneurs. So anybody that knows anything about food here in, in the city knows that COVID kind of destroyed the food program, especially um, here in the I city. Need another sip. Absolutely. Just watch that donut. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> so everybody that knows anything kind of knows that uh, COVID kind of hit us hard. Um, what we did, and what's really cool, is the amount of passion that the Coens and the Mets and Airmark have for the community and the surrounding area of the stadium and how we want to give back to that. So two of the kind of very unique areas of the ballpark is we have the Taste of Queens located on the field level and we have uh, the Coke food truck located on the fifth floor on Coke Corner. Both give back to small businesses. It's our way of kind of giving them a platform of 45,000 fans to show the fans what they can do. Now, when you talk about the Coke Corner food truck, we also, in partnership with Coca-Cola Airmark in the Mets, give 5% of food proceeds back to a charity, and that charity rotates throughout the year. So not only can you experience great food, you not only learn about the community and the great food that's available, but you also know that purchasing the food and, and eating it, you're giving back to the community all at the same time. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Part of the stadium. So Sunday Donuts is located on the sixth floor um, behind Home Plate. Is there anything else you get there? Or just yep, you can get uh, Empanada Mamas there. You can get Takumi Tacos is up there so there's a it's kind of a conglomerate of four or five different food food uh partners that we have you up know, there you can have this and a pat lafreda sandwich is, is that doable you think absolutely it's, absolutely i actually think that might be the perfect dinner tonight you think so tell me, the lafreda's are in, in the um, yeah pat lafreda's located in uh center field in a part of the ballpark we right. call taste of queens on the field level right behind section 139 right um, they're out there slinging steak sandwiches. They've been out there for the seven years that I've been here. They're also located for fans that have seats up on the promenade level. They're located right behind uh, home plate on the promenade level. Also, fun little fact, uh, Pat has a double burger up there that we rolled out that's new this year. Oh, my gosh. There's a double cheeseburger up with there. Fries? I understand. With loaded fries. Oh, yep. my goodness. Cheese and bacon on top. 
That would be a great meal with a milkshake with that. One hundred percent. Now you're pushing it. Yeah. That's that's a meal right there. You're, you might be pushing it there. Um, and w where do you get these young fellows? The, these are actually located right across from uh, the Lafreda stand in in an area. Taste of Queens. Amazing Chicken Co. is the stand. Perfect thing. Your family, the kids want chicken tenders, dad and mom want a steak sandwich. We've got the problem solved all within about 20 yards. And you, I know you told me before, we, how is the, the progressive order where you try stuff out? What, what's the area again, the, 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 the club? Uh, that's upstairs in what we used to refer to as the Promenade Club. It's now referred to as the Hudson Whiskey's Highball Club. You want to have a quiz at all the different names of the clubs. Can I, you pass? No, I can't pass. I We do a lot of... Is, is the Diamond Club still here? No, the Diamond Club yeah. is not here. You know, when I was a kid, we used to be at an ice cream place, Bomb Bomb. If you had 10 shakes, you, you got the 11th one free. Yep. Did you ever try any contests like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what one thing that we've talked about possibly doing is having like a scavenger hunt because our food program is so vast that maybe like you go to each one of these stands and you try the new item and you get like a little punch card or a stamp card and once you stamp the whole card then you get something meaning you've tried everything in the ballpark through the year and then maybe you can I don't know maybe it's like dinner with Jay Horowitz yeah, I don't yeah, know you know how many different stands are there in, in Cityfield oh, we have a hundred different stands and portables how many different stands yeah a hundred I had uh, lunch at the Rob Drummer house he was a bullpen catcher in the 86 minutes and you gave his friends a chance with a, with a, with a uh, steak and cheese thing. yep Ch Chitty's cheese steak yeah it's really it's great I yeah mean, yeah, absolutely. So there's, you know, Chitty's is a great, a great example of somebody that came in, came into the co right. corner food truck. They were only supposed to be here for a couple homestands. And next thing you know, they've been here for the entire season because the fans loved the food so much that we had no choice but to find a spot in the ballpark for them. So back to my original point, it's not so much how much we sell or this or that. It's it's how do the fans take it? What do they want to eat? How do they enjoy it? You know, I like. You ever think, do you have a like good bologna sandwich any place? <laughs> no. It's funny you should say that. We did talk to a certain partner about doing like a fried bologna and yeah. cheese, like grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Just listen. You enjoy what you're doing. Is there any? What do you, what should the fans look forward to in the next two months? Are there any unveiling of a new thing or? Just keep going with what we have for now. Yeah, I think over the next two months, you know, we're going to be trying out possibly new things for next year. I think there's plenty in the ballpark. I mean, we, I don't want to say the adage we only scratched the surface here, but there's so much food available in the ballpark. You know, I don't even want to talk about the new VIP clubs that we have with the speakeasy downstairs and the empire club on the fourth level, there is something for everyone everywhere. So what I would say to the fan is come to the ballpark, get lost, get lost in the ballpark. And there's always something good to see something good to eat. Just kind of immerse yourself in what's going on in every single different area of the ballpark. You know, I started a while, a friend of mine loves to cook. I'm starting to watch the cooking network, uh, was it Beef Bobby Flay? Yeah. You ever go on there at all? I, I, I haven't gone on there. Um, I've been you would on, beat him. I, I would hope. I would try my best, Jay. Yeah. I would, would try. What's the other show? The guy with the, with the, with the white hair? 
Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. He's yeah. He's 19 different cooking shows. Yeah, diners, drive-ins, yeah, and yeah. dives. He's he's a great guy. I worked a little bit with him in California. He's he's a really good guy. Well, listen, you enjoy your work. It's great stuff. And I'm going to tell you, if I, I'm looking at this thing, I mean, I've I mean, I got to stop for a little bit because I, I'm get, it looks great. Listen, you're doing great stuff. And I like the stuff we give back to the community. It's a nice thing. Yeah. And make more people aware that they should know what we're doing. It's just not come and eat and, you know, yeah. and, and support. You're reaching out to the local business, which is a great thing. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's an important, you know, an important message to the, to the fans and to the community in general that, you know, it's whatever we can do from on the field to off the field and in the food program. You know, how do we better the community and, and make memories for the fans that come? Listen, I enjoy it, my friend. I will, I will look for different places, and I'm not just, not just going to have a hot dog at Fry's anymore. I'm going to okay. venture out. Okay. Well, tonight, let's do the milkshake. We'll do the double burger and maybe a loaded fry. You're a good sport, my friend. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for the time, Jake. Thank I appreciate you, you man.